Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite actor. Or it's still going. <laughs> I was just fixing the volume. <laughs> All right, that's the way to start the podcast out with dead silence. Doll. Graveyard. What doll? Puppet. I meant <laughs> puppet doll. So it's kind of the same thing. You, ain't, you must have never seen a classic movie by James Wan called Dead Silence. Anywho, Franklin. Ah, turtle shell, taco, Mexican, Antonio Banderas, puss and boots, Timberlands, lugs, Birdman, birds. (laughs) For one, my bird call sound like more of a chirp. Yeah. And Bird was awful. That was right. <laughs> but, uh. Of course that. He already knows this. Is, this is another episode of the Lil B. Gyllenhaal. That was fire. call it the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies. But clearly get off subject and got to hear some awful bars by some people over here. But you know we always nah, going to try to maybe. Fire. Johnny Storm. Mention the individuals who make up the name of this here, John. You already know it is. This is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. Shea Bratton the third, a.k.a. Slim Nettie, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., Peter Party Starter, Belly Rollin', uh, who else I is? Silk Pajamas, Nebron James, uh, Nadington, who else I am? Tomb Nader. Um, and uh, if you ain't got the time, I do because I'm rolling. Eating this candy bar, the great musical.wordpress.com. You can read my super late top 10 albums of 2017 posts. I also talk about the mixtapes, EP, and soundtracks. It's uh, Joaquin Penny's Word, aka. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya, a.k.a. Kai Dollar Sign, a.k.a. Booking Agent K, a.k.a. Terry Hightower, Chorus Kojo, The Bar Technician, Welcome to Bar World, Volume 3 coming out. That is definitely something catchy <laughs> when I came out with years ago. So I'm doing what candy bar. Sweet lady, would you be Sweet love for a lifetime. I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me like a letter. Oh, eh? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Easy. Emma Stone. 
I don't know why I was about to say this, but Goldie Hahn was the first thing they that don't came. Know why. He ain't got no bars. You ain't the bar technician. Nah, I'm just, I'm just me. Myself. Uh, anyways, uh, and I was gonna say I forgot which part of the, that little your album list had me rolling. I don't remember which album it was for, but it was something you said that had me dying. <laughs> but of course, my memory is shot, so I don't remember. Would you say your memory is what? Shot Done. bullets. All right, so you see, <laughs> I was whack. He said bullets. Washington, you see any? Uh, <laughs> it's off to a terrible start. Race. Jabari Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. That really did, that probably made the least nah, sense of anything you've accurate. ever said your entire accurate. life. <laughs> Dang. You seen any movies since the last episode? Nope. I only watched American Horror Story. <laughs> what season y'all on now? Freak show. So that means there's what? Three uh-huh. seasons? Yeah, this is the fourth season. That's a two seat. And she's already seen the two most recent ones. So I'll guess I'll be just watching the rest of them by myself after we finish these next two. <laughs> uh, wait, no, there's three seasons left. There's Hotel, Roanoke, and then the last one, which was Garbage. What's it called? So far, the worst one is Asylum of what I've seen so far. I went whack. Yeah, I never watched that one. I only watched the last three, and I'm not going backwards. Well, Coven is real good. They should make a Coven, too. No, no, they might. All right, what movies did I see? All right, first up, your boy went and saw Thoroughbreds, starring Olivia Cook and Anya Taylor-Joy and the late Rest Andy in peace. Yelchin. This was one of those movies where you know, I can see why you wouldn't like it, because it's like, like you don't realize it until after you watch it that it's kind of like a play almost. Like the th- how they do things, and it's very dialogue centric. And I think the director said something about it almost being a player, so- something along those lines. But you can see, you could definitely see it or tell after you watch the movie. But I like the movie only be- or mainly because the script was really good, and the performances by Cook and Taylor Joy were great, especially Olivia Cook. She killed this role. I mean, of course, when you play like the psychotic one of the in the movie, you. There's a better chance that you're going to have a great performance, but I thought those two ladies did a great job. And they're also like two of the uh, better young actresses out here, so they got a very promising career. I think Anya Taylor Joy is like 21 years old, if I'm not mistaken. So she was super young when this. Mm-hmm. And I think Olivia Cook is like 25. Dang. So they showed their skills in this movie, and Yelchin, he was good and funny. And I can't tell what his actual voice is because you go from this where he just speaks pure English mm-hmm. to when you watch him in Star Trek. I was under the assumption maybe Star Trek was more of his voice, but that That's, voice is crazy. I thought that was maybe his voice, but I guess not. But then I seen him in this in the green room or whatever that movie is is different than other roles I've seen him in. I just can't pin down what his voice is. and I'm too lazy to go look up an interview to figure out what it actually is. I'm definitely looking now. <laughs> And if you're going to be haunted <laughs> House Alright so what else about this movie I like the score in the movie It was kind of eccentric And it matched like the tone of the movie Like I said the slow pace And how it's like developed Is kind of Does it fit The plot Because in the movie the They basically come up with a scheme To kill uh, Anya Taylor-Joy's Stepdad 
But when you watch it, like before they get up to that point, you're like, I mean, he don't seem that mean enough to worthy you killing him. But what do I know? <laughs> uh, so that was just that part I had a problem with. And so that brings the movie down some. But like I said, I re- the re- really driving force behind this movie is the script and the performances. So that's why I thought it was a very good movie. I, I, I wouldn't say very good, but good movie. And then last but not least, I watched Game Night starring uh, Winston from New Girl, as I <laughs> like to call him. Um, I was very, very, very surprised that this movie was this funny. <laughs> I was not expecting it to be for one, I wasn't expecting it to be good because if you remember, if you listen to the show, and I'm sure you don't, um, <laughs> the Rotten Tomato score I gave it was pretty low. Mm-hmm, and received a high one. Uh huh. So I was like, all right, maybe it'll be better than I thought. But I didn't expect it to be this funny. I can see this easily, not easily, but I can see it going down and being one of the, if not the funniest movie of the year, but definitely one of like top three or something when it's all said and done come the. December or whatnot, because this was a very, very funny movie. Jason Bateman was funny in it. At first, Rachel McAdams, I was like, comedies ain't your thing. Just the way she was delivering her lines, but then as the movie went on, like her like charm and like her personality was coming off in the joke, so it made it seem funnier than it would have been if somebody else was delivering the lines. Her and Jason Bateman had this hilarious bullet removal scene. There was this cool little egg toss scene that went on in this movie. This movie had a great fight scene, too, and I was very <laughs> surprised. I was This dude was just throwing surprises left uh-huh. and right. I guess the partial twist in the movie from the very beginning, so that, I mean, that was easy to figure out. This, Like I said, the movie is hilarious, and that has a lot to do with the script. Um, the whole cast was great, as I was going on before. What was his name? Lamorne? Lamorne Morris. Yeah, he's funny. I think he's funny in a lot of stuff he does. Jesse Plemons will play like this uh, straight face weirdo, but his performance was really good the way he was delivering it. His face is weird, so. He's a lot uh, heavier than I recall. I thought he got heavy for uh, Fargo and black mass just in particular but I didn't nah, he know he wanted that. to be heavy for all of the movies yes, I didn't know that was his natural <laughs> body type no. oh, which is fine you know, do what you do um, yeah so just all in all this movie is very funny if you ain't seen it go check it out I like, I like how these movies are surprising I like how all the, the you can't like you don't know what to expect from movies now or based off when they're dropping cause you expect the summer to have all the big movies that's clearly not going to happen this year because it's probably the, what might be the biggest movie of the year. It came out in February. It's rising up. might be top five movie of all time domestically when it's all said and done. That's crazy. Um, you got a great movie like this, a funny movie like this coming out in, what was it, February or March. So, you know, you may be surprised. You might get one of the best. Oh, we did get one of the best movies of the year in January, and that's Paddington 2. So, you don't know. <laughs> What uh, you gonna get when it comes to these movies? So <laughs> that's that's the that's I think that's good for the movie industry. We got we don't need to just go into January like we can ignore all the January movies and then start creeping into the spring and the summer and then the <laughs> fall when we gonna get all the good joints. So I think that's dope. And yeah, that's all I watched. Um, I ain't listened to the last episode yet, so I ain't got no past episode reflections. <laughs> But you got anything before we move into I some I ain't topics? got no games. 
That was going to be one of them old uh, quick ones. Well, when I was looking at some topics, I was like, yeah, this is going to be, this is a, it's going to be one of them episodes. But something I continually keep forgetting to do is the, int- or the, uh, the, Entries to this I'll name this bracket later Oh yeah, yeah I, I stole that name from Joe Budden And if he ever got around To listen to this podcast And before he would judge I would say I stole the name from you Because I can't I don't feel like Thinking of a name right now So the last person we did Was Lynn Shea Mind you There's like Three Four Five Six Seven Eight Nine Like nine people That still need movies <laughs> That's how backed up Plumbing uh, uh, I am on External this. hard drive and yours would have been whack. So that's fire. Moving on to the person that's up next is Liam Neeson. Way back from when the commuter dropped, you probably forgot about the commuter. It was a movie that came out this year. That no one cares about. But um, so I think his is for him. It's the worst movie because I think Lynn Shays was the best movie of her career. So now we're doing. Liam Neeson, and he has movies that scale all the way back to 1978, (laughs) where he apparently played Jesus Christ in Pilgrim's Progress. So I will be skipping a bunch of these to go to some names that sound familiar. First up, nothing in the 80s, 90s. Do you see Schindler's List? I doubt it. I feel like I've seen it in high school, but not enough to remember anything but yeah. gas. <laughs> All right, we're going to start with the what, what uh, brought him to the scene of everybody's eyes. Star Wars Episode One: <laughs> The Phantom Menace. Menace. So that or Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. This is the worst or best movie. Worst. He had an uncredited cameo in Attack of the Clones. So which one is his worst? <laughs> Phantom Menace had the little Anakin and he was annoying. Phantom Menace had zero action until the the pod <laughs> racing and the Oh yeah, that's right. The the ba- so him. I'm gonna go that's the worst. Right. So I remember looking forward to uh, Darth Maul fighting him and mm-hmm. Aaron, what's his name? Aaron Ewan what's that dude's name? Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Uh, Dang, his name too hard to say. <laughs> Wait, yeah. is that his name? I think it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's already E, so I think it is. That's close enough. All right. Uh, is Phantom Menace or Gangs of New York? Phantom Menace. Um, Love Actually or Phantom Menace? I I ain't even seen Love Actually. Have I seen this? I definitely know the title. I don't honestly yeah. know if I've seen the movie. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm gonna skip this because I I remember the poster. I just could not tell yeah. you if I. I might mean the movie whack, but I don't know. <laughs> you ever seen Kingdom of Heaven? Nope. Who in this movie? I saw that's one of them uh, them historical dramas where they got the the swords and the, the ripped up flags. All right, uh, Phantom Menace or Batman Begins? <laughs> Phantom Menace, but Batman Begins ain't too. Yeah, I didn't like that movie. <laughs> All right, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, or Phantom Menace? I remember liking that movie. I'm going to go Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace or Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian? Now nah, I can't say I've seen that movie. Have I seen it? I, which one did I stop at? Oh, I think I might have seen this one, but I fell asleep on it while watching it. <laughs> so we can skip that one. Um... 
What is the other man? He got a bunch of movies where I'm like, I feel like I've seen this. Uh, I heard them names. All right, Phantom Menace or Taken? Phantom Menace? Don't tell me Phantom Menace is about to be his worst one. <laughs> Phantom Menace or Clash of the Titans? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say we got battle here. <laughs> Was he in Clash of the Titans, the second one? Wrath of the Titans? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so let me just prepare. I'll say Clash <laughs> of the Titans words, but it don't matter because we got we got that man coming. <laughs> All right. Clash of the Titans or the A-Team? He went on a little <laughs> run at him. <laughs> I'm going to go Clash of the Titans. I, re- I think it was just yesterday or the day before I was turning the channel and the A-Team was on. And With I don't- Rampage Jackson. Uh- <laughs> Bradley Cooper was in that movie too mm-hmm. And the lovely Jessica Bill Shout out to JT <laughs> um, what was, Oh I was going to say something about how stupid his hair was But that's not the character look So <laughs> alright the Would you pick the Clash of the Titans or anything? Clash of the Titans Clash of the Titans or Chronicles of Narnia The Voyager of the Dawn Trader. I really ain't see that one <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to What is the next three days That sounds familiar that's going to be with Russell Crowe. That's why I remember what it is. Okay, but I've never seen it. Um, here we go. Okay, the Clash of the Titans are unknown. What's unknown again? It was it was in the middle of when he kept dropping those old... Oh, similar Taken yeah, movies. But this one was just terrible. <laughs> this one sucked. Clash of the Titans had it. Didn't they have Sam Worthington in it? Yeah, he started it. Sam Worthington just got that... Oh, they both bad movies. <laughs> I, well, it don't matter. That movie's still coming up. <laughs> I'm going to Clash of the Titans. Like, did you ever see the Grey movie where he was fighting like wolves and snow? I know. I feel like I know a lot about it, but I don't, can't say I've seen it. I, I always remember the trailer. They show the little wolf jumping at him, and then it goes to the coming out yeah, whenever. He was about to have that... Uh, uh, Rocky and Apollo style punch. <laughs> Dang, it's hard to pick which one of his movies is worse. <laughs> I mean, the Grey got good reviews. So I'll just keep up with uh, Clash of the Titans. All right, Clash of the Titans and Wrath of the Titans. Wrath has to be worse. <laughs> in Wrath's defense, it looked better than Clash of the Titans because I saw <laughs> Clash of the Titans in 3D. <laughs> it was like they couldn't figure out how to dim or dimming that, <laughs> that movie new. up some. That was crazy. <laughs> All right, Wrath of the Titans or Battleship? Oh, well, <laughs> Battleship starring your boy Rihanna <laughs> and, and that man Taylor Kish. Uh huh. All right, Battleship or Dark Knight Rises? Oh, Battleship. Battleship or Taken Two? Battleship. Battleship or Anchorman 2 The Legend Continues? Yes. Battleship. Battleship or The Nut Job? No, you didn't see The Nut Job. Nah, and I won't see that nor the sequel. Battleship or The Lego Movie? Battleship. Battleship or Nonstop? Battleship. Battleship or A Million Ways to Die in the West? <laughs> For some people, they may say, but Battleship. Battleship or A Walk Among the Tombstones? Which movie is that? Uh, it was another one of those movies where he kind of plays like a cop. Uh, that's right. I mean, I'm he wasn't, Battleship. So he wasn't bad. Battleship or Taken 3? 
I did not see Taken Three. Taken Three was booty, <laughs> but but Battleship Battleship is terrible. Cash, so I'm going Battleship. Battleship or Run All Night. This movie had common in it. They that, fought. That, that put that makes it very close. It wasn't it wasn't whack, but enough. I'm going Battleship. Battleship or Entourage. <laughs> Battleship. Battleship or Ted Two. Battleship. Battleship or The Huntsman: Winter's War. I almost said, what is that? But that's the sequel to the Kristen Stewart movie that she mm-hmm. wasn't in. Yep. Uh, Battleship. Battleship or... Well, you didn't see Silence, did you? No. Battleship or... Didn't see Daddy's Home 2. Surely didn't see that. In The Commuter, but I would say Battleship is still worse than that. Yep, so All that's right. clearly his worst. All right, Battleship. Put you right there. All right, this one. Huh, this next one should be quick. In honor, of, in honor of 50 Cent and Dinner Thieves, we're going to do 50 Cent's, well, actually, his filmography is pretty long. Uh, all right, we're doing 50 Cent's best movie, which will be easy to figure out. All right, so first up, to start things off, Get Rich or Die Trying, or Home of the Brave, where he played a person who had PSD. Or PTSD and killed himself. Get rich or die trying. Get rich or die trying. A righteous kill. Get rich or die trying. Here's a tough one. Get rich or die trying. Or before I self destruct. That Lloyd Banks as a teacher. Uh huh. And had the scene where he shot through the door and looked through it like it was a peephole. <laughs> but I'm gonna go get rich or die trying. You ever see Streets of Blood? Nah, I don't <laughs> think I have. Dead Man Running. That one feels more familiar. I'm going to say I didn't. Caught, if I can't remember, I ain't see it. Caught in the crossfire? <laughs> For what he made. About a thousand movies. <laughs> <laughs> he doing pretty good. After, when 2008 hit, he made more than one movie a year. Dang. In 2008, he had two. 2009, he had two. Brings us to 2010, he had Caught in the Crossfire and 13. You see 13? No. All right. 2010, he had one, two, three, four, five <laughs> movies. Woo! Keep it pushing. Gun. I saw Gun. I didn't see that. It's not very good. That was the trying. one that he was making for a long time. Yep, that had Alan McCord in it. Um, he studied do movies like Alan McCord and Robert De Niro. Yeah, and uh, I don't know why I felt like he did a bunch of movies with Russell Crowe and Nicolas Cage and Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, he definitely did some with Forrest Whitaker. Bruce Al Willis. Pacino. <laughs> do you see 12? <laughs> nope, but he likes numbers. Morning Glory. <laughs> Surely didn't see that. Blood out. I don't know what blood out is. Set up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Here we go. All things fall apart. We're doing which is better. Yeah. <laughs> Get rich or die trying because he got skinny for that movie for no reason. He had three movies in 2011. <laughs> All right. He made a lot of movies. 2012. You see freelancers? <laughs> I don't think so. I remember the poster of that movie. I never saw it. Fire with fire. <laughs> no. Is that movie with uh, Liam or one of them type of dudes? Let me see. Because that's from one of his two movies from 2012. That movie has yep, Bruce Willis, Josh Dumel. Okay, hold that's on. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> one of them type of dudes. Josh Dumel is uh, starring over Bruce Willis and Rosaria Dawson and Namdi Asamoah, the a- football player. It's campy. 
<laughs> and it is. All right. Okay. He got almost... How is this billing over 50 cent? <laughs> it was that more. I don't care. <laughs> this movie is about uh, uh, Josh Dumel plays a firefighter forced to confront a neo-Nazi murderer. Of course, it went straight to DVD. All right. Moving on. You, uh, you see Escape Plan? Did I? Because it had Arnold, mm-hmm. Sylvester, mm-hmm. Girl from the Office, mm-hmm. 50 Cent had glasses. <laughs> yeah, because he was like a tech genius or something. Get Richard Dacharian. <laughs> All right. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, Last Vegas with the old guys. When was- he just played himself? Yeah. Get Richard Dacharian. All right. Another mo- another one of his three movies from 2013. The Frozen Ground. I, he what is played that? somebody named Pimp Clayton Johnson. Oh, that's another Annalyn McCord joint, ain't it? Let's see. It had Nicolas Cage, another person we mentioned earlier. John jo- John Cusack. Okay. Vanessa Hudgens. What? He just... I get time to do these movies. <laughs> it must take a second to shoot. No Adeline McCord, shockingly. Uh, he did two with her. Uh, yeah, he did. I definitely, definitely did two. Who's you going with? The Frozen Ground? Or? <laughs> nah, get rich. <laughs> All right. One of his two movies from 2014, Vengeance. What is Vin? He's made so many movies that I just do not know. It had Danny Trejo in it. Get Richard Die trying. <laughs> okay, The Prince. <laughs> and he played something called The Pharmacy. I have no clue what that movie is. And this guy got an all star cast of his people he worked with Bruce Willis and John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Willis has fell off. <laughs> oh, the fact that. For one, Forrest Whitaker be in and out of big famous movies, straight to DVD. <laughs> this is crazy. All right. Get Richard I trying or Spy. Now. <laughs> now we have a competition. And we're going to say which is the best, like 50 Cent being the star in the movie. Get Richard I trying. The best movie? Going to Spy. All right. Spy it is then. Spy or Southpaw? I forgot he was in Southpaw. <laughs> I like Southpaw. I was hilarious though. Mm-hmm. Rose Byrne, one of her best roles. Jason Statham putting on a show. Mm-hmm. Dang, Jason Statham came back around that time. Mm-hmm. I forgot Jason Statham was hilarious in that movie. Dang. One of Melissa McCarthy's last good movies. <laughs> and she, I just watched some trailers to a couple. She got more. some stinkers coming out. <laughs> that movie where she go to college. Lord Jesus, it's from the same her I, and her husband. Yeah, they suck at making movies together. <laughs> and why is? What is, why am I blanking on her name from Love and Community? Uh, Gillian Jacobs. Why is she playing a college? Somebody in college in this movie? That's just because she was in college on Community, yeah. which was years and years yeah. ago. <laughs> let's let's chill. <laughs> All right. I'm going Southpaw. Gotta get Jake Gyllenhaal in here. All right, Southpaw or pop star? Never stop, never stopping. That's a hilarious, hilarious movie. But I'm going Southpaw. Southpaw or Den of Thieves? Southpaw. <laughs> well, psych. <laughs> All right, so Southpaw moving on thanks to 50 Cent. That's going to be hard to guess. We're uh-huh. trying to compare who who got the Southpaw. I'm, a, I'm already going to forget 50 Cent was in there again. Yep. All right, I'm going to pause this for now. Maybe we'll come back to this later in the show, depending on how much time we got. Watch. Because the time. All right, so... Did we did, were we talking about the Avengers trailer on this? Or we was doing that off? Uh, I off think it was air. off air. 
All right, so the new Fan. Avengers trailer dropped. That was great and epic, and I feel like it's not even teasing, really. What yeah, they ain't shown the movie. Well, I mean, I've been reading a bunch of articles where they're they're piecing everything together, and it sound right. Uh-huh. Going, I'm like, oh, why am I doing this? What? I was even piecing stuff together in my head. Yeah, like, okay, if this comes right here, then this gonna come right here, and if he got the if Thanos got the suit on right uh-huh. here, then he don't have it on here. That means he did this to get this, and then blah 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 blah. Either way, it's still gonna be an amazing movie. I'm calling it. But um, so what everybody keeps talking about is who's gonna die in this film because people gotta die. Whether it's one person or multiple, whether it's big heroes or small heroes, whether they come back to life in the next Avengers movie, either way, somebody's going to die. So who you think going to die in Avengers Affinity War? Either Bucky or Captain America. Okay. Loki's gone. Yeah, I think Loki's definitely gone. Uh, I don't even think he's in the supposed to be in the next movie. Yeah, some of them didn't make appearances on set, which yeah. is... There is a spoiler on who makes it mm-hmm. to when you just see like uh, Brie Larson with uh, Jeremy Renner. He yep. clearly makes it out alive. See why why I included the uh, whether they come back or not because there was like the set photo from the the Avengers Four, which was showing something that could possibly have to do with like uh, going back in time, which makes me think that like you bring back ATJ. <laughs> Nah, they didn't go back that far. Cause they gotta sh- bring back ATJ. <laughs> they showed um, they showed Captain America's how his suit looked back from the first Avengers, and all everything around it looked like it was from the first Avengers. So it could possibly be them going back in time to the first Avengers, which means like anybody who died in um, up or after that point. So even in Infinity War, could come back in that movie. So it was, but it was only like the main cast. It was. Uh, Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo, and just like the main Avengers from there. So I could see I wouldn't be surprised if Steve Rogers dies because you ain't just gonna be pushing Thanos' fist back and <laughs> not expect no backlash from it. And how is he that strong anyways? Yeah. He had two affinity stones in that gauntlet that he was <laughs> shoving back. I don't know. I didn't know Chris Rogers was that strong. Or it's Chris. Who's that? Is that his brother? Chris Rogers. Steve Rogers. That's not a comedian. I think Chris Rogers is a has-been wide receiver from the <laughs> Detroit Lions. I don't know. That's some, that's NFL some, players be switching teams yeah. so much. This dude was drafted like 2003 or 2002 or something. Was picked high and was a complete bust. If his name is Chris Rogers. I, I could be talking about somebody completely different. <laughs> Steve Rogers. But that beard must uh, give him some superpowers that he didn't <laughs> have before. All right, so you said Loki. Either uh, Captain or Bucky, mm-hmm. depending on – because in the trailer when they show him holding Thanos' fist back, they show Bucky Barnes running over. So either he tries to save Captain America and Thanos goes ahead and smash his head in, mm-hmm. or he just uh, kills Captain America. Okay. But looking at the poster and watching the trailer – how come everybody brings their sidekicks from their movie except Thor? Well, they're like, your sidekick is Loki. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because uh, Iron Man got War Machine. Mm-hmm. Black Panther done brought all his little Africans. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians is a team, so they got multiple people. Mm-hmm. Oh, Spider-Man don't look like he got anybody. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't stupid enough to bring his little Hawk, fat friend. Hawk ain't have his own movie. 
who was his? Did he have a little sidekick in? Wait, did he ever see old girl again? Bring, bring her back. I remember I heard rumblings of her coming back. Hey, do that because he ain't seen her in probably forever. <laughs> in 10 years. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Captain America got Bucky and Falcon. He got a whole squad. Yeah. Squad. I just, and uh, even Dr. Strange brought uh, Benedict Wong. Mm-hmm. Everybody got somebody. Yeah, I was reading somewhere that apparently Thor watches Loki get killed. That's why they show uh, Thanos like holding his head, probably like trying to force his eyes open or something. He should be happy Loki got killed. He is a menace. No. <laughs> he helped him in Ragnarok, but he is not to be trusted because like, he is seen handing over one of them stones. <laughs> like, man, I guess, but if there ain't no Loki, ain't no more Thor movies. Who's going to make his life difficult? I, I look so crazy seeing... Uh, T'Challa's little sister on the cover or on the poster with all the other with Hawk. Her picture bigger than yeah. <laughs> bigger than Rocket Raccoon and she right, Falcon. Yeah, she's right next to Falcon and she's standing out over him. Benedict Wong, you gotta do uh Where's Waldo to see him <laughs> at the top corner. And when I, when I see that day in this movie, I'm like, who else is the other people that's probably more famous than them? Yeah, when I look at this this poster, I'm like, I don't look like all the people y'all was teasing really on being. It makes me want to go back through because obviously Hawkeye Ant Man ain't on there. Oh yeah, and <laughs> Ant Man is supposed to be in this movie, ain't he? Uh-huh. I ain't so seen, is Hawkeye. I ain't seen a drop of Ant Man in any trailer. They said in this movie Hawkeye's on the search for something. They say he's working with Nebula. So well, how do they get? The, I want to know how they got the combinations. They probably threw him in a hat, picked him out, and uh-huh. said, right, "Let's see how this works." It. Nebula, who you got? Hawkeye, all right, they searching for something. <laughs> Somebody was probably like, does that seem like it will work? No. Well, we still going to do it. <laughs> all right, so anybody else you think going to croak? That's all I can think of right now. Yeah, besides, I think Loki going to die. Loki, uh, every all the signs are pointing to, like, everybody thinks, like, Spider-Man might die, but that's, Makes no sense. That would be that's pretty dark, even for this style movie. I read something crazy. When did Civil War come out? 2016. Mm-hmm. They they were talking about how this movie is two or three years uh, after that. That's a normal time. Two years. It's 2018. That movie came out in 2016, and then they said in Civil War, uh, Spider Man was 15, and then in this he's 17, and they were saying how the timelines messed up. Well, two that, years that is two sense. Two years is two years. Yeah, that that would make sense. Nah, that's what I don't get. I mean, they'll give time to uh, what's the name of the girl's little hair out, get the girl a little beard, <laughs> oh, yeah. war machine to get his leg situated and get to walking again. Yeah. But no one Marvel, they might try to throw something in there where like, huh, this is very uh odd. But when I was watching the trailer, what I didn't realize was that none of the I, Besides the Guardians, none of them really knew who Thanos, none of them know who Thanos is. Oh, so yeah. when uh, Gamora was telling who um, uh, Tony Stark what the, his name was, and he asked and said like, "What is his name?" She said Thanos. I was like, "Oh yeah, they really don't know that he's just wandering around in space." He's been in multiple of them, and <laughs> they just ain't realize this guy's just been watching. Like, all right. 
I'm about to hit y'all with something <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> I just can't wait to see where he throw that moon and that moon break. Because uh-huh. <laughs> that just sounds crazy. Can't wait to see it. It's going to be weird seeing Josh Brolin do a great job at this and then go see him as Cable as well. He probably going to have the best 2017. Uh-huh. He'll he- be in the in the Bees mm-hmm. next year probably. Unless he stinks. <laughs> yeah, if he, Thanos could be really good. But thanks to Michael B. Jordan, I could look at it like, mm-hmm. this is really bad. They built you up for all these years since 2012. And the fact that Josh Brolin was also almost Batman. He should have did it. He is the king. <laughs> he should he have did Cable, uh-huh. Batman, and Thanos all at the same time. So I want them all in the same year. Dang, that would have been crazy. Avengers and Deadpool almost came out within like two, three weeks of each other. That would have looked nuts. Like, I'd have been, if I was Josh Brolin, I would have been stunting. <laughs> like, I am ruling this summer so far. Yeah. That's going to be interesting to see, but uh, probably going to shed a couple accidental tears in this movie if somebody, if somebody big takes a fall, even if they do come back to life. Back to life, back, back to reality. reality. Blah, 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 blah. Mm, blah, blah, blah. Mm. All right, I was on uh, ComingSoon.net, and they had what one of their writers said was the 10 best MCU moments. Now, before I read these off to you and see if you agree with them or not, off the top of your head, what are what are some of the top moments you would put in in, in your list? <sighs> I said the I I guess the reveal of Thanos at the end was gonna be in there. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert, it's not. Oh dang! Oh, that it was probably in Iron Man when uh, Samuel Jackson that's on came here came up. All right, that. Uh, what else? I would say uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson dying. Okay, that's definitely not on here. <laughs> what else will be on there? If he ain't on there, then I don't get what else could possibly be on there. I mean, uh, nothing from Thor comes to mind. See, nothing from Dark World definitely comes to mind. I always forget that's one of them. <laughs> nothing from it goes Thor, <laughs> then Ragnarok. <laughs> nothing from Iron Man 2 comes to mind. Right, Iron Man 3, no. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, uh, Michael Keaton something. Yep, when uh, the vote they revealed. For, I don't know why this... The this one is tagged as the vulture is MJ's father, and that's not even yeah, the, <laughs> the tree is Liz. <laughs> but the the father reveal is on here. All right, so let me just yeah go through the moves. Guardians of the Galaxy one. Oh, Groot dying. Yep, we are Groot right. is on here. Guardians of the Galaxy two. Anything from Ant Man. Oh, something from Iron Man. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when they reveal uh, Ego. Nope. Okay. I cannot think anymore. All right. Let me go down this list and see if you agree with it being on here. Now, these top 10 MCU moments based off of Brendan Doyle, his opinion. (laughs) First up, and I don't think there's any particular... It might be in a particular order because I think the last one says it's the best. All right, so first up, we got the Vision is born in Avengers Two: Age of Ultron. Nah. <laughs> All right, next we got Mbaku changes his mind just in time, so that's when he came back to help in that. Uh, what? That's a top ten. So, that's what they put. I was kind of surprised, but yeah. 
So I take it you don't agree with that one, man. Yeah. I mean, it was entertaining. <laughs> Next, we got Tony Stark revealing he is Iron Man in, in Iron Man. I didn't even want that to happen. <laughs> um, we talked about Nick Fury and the Avengers Initiative. We are Groot. The Vulture is the father of Liz. And then we got Spider-Man arrives in Civil War. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Good one. Doctor Strange comes to make a bargain. And that's at the end of the... Your mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh yeah. sounded like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we got Thor gets his lightning powers back in Thor Ragnarok. I guess. <laughs> Top 10 of all the movies. <laughs> and last but not least, Bruce Banner says, I'm always angry at the in the Avengers. <laughs> That's when he was walking and turning to the Hulk. Yeah, because when uh, Steve Rogers was like, all right, I think it's about time to get angry. And he walked away with that look like, yeah, we asked what my secret was. I'm always angry. And then he just instantly turns into the Hulk and smashes that uh, new ship that was coming from the portal. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's too hard to decide which ones are the best ones. All right. So after hearing all those from the list, you you like the list or would yours look completely different? Well, I don't know that. I don't know. Some of that will be on mine, but I don't know what else will be on mine. So I ain't going to be able to really complain about that list. Yeah. You kind of like got to go back and watch the movies. Yeah. And I don't feel like going back through all of them. That's 38 hours. I would definitely have some of those, but Michael B. dying, I put on there. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson dying, not really. Uh, what else? Yeah, I would have some, but I can't think of it right now. All right, moving on to some uh, for the the James Bond buffs out there. Daniel, Daniel, Danny <laughs> Boyle Daniel. is working on the new James Bond movie, and he might direct it depending on how the script and the story goes. Who should direct Daniel Craig's last outing is the first question. If you had your choice of director, who would it be? Depends on what kind of James Bond you're trying to make. It's got to be in line if with you all, all the Daniel Craig movies so far, because even though they had some Different directors, I think. Sam Mendes didn't do all of them, did he? I don't think so. He did the last two? Let me do some research. Yeah. I'm going to just type in uh, Casino Royale was the first one. That was directed by Martin Campbell. Okay. And then we have Quantum of Solace. Might have been directed by him, too. But don't. Quote me, Mark Foster. Yeah, All right, so Martin Campbell, Mark Foster, Sam Mendes, Sam Mendes. If you had your choice, who would direct this last one? May have to go with like a F. Gary Gray. <laughs> yeah, get some black directors. <laughs> yeah, there. you gotta add a little flavor, a little more action. I'm gonna say I like the little vibe that uh, F. Gary Gray created with the Fate of the Furious. Mm-hmm. Seemed like that that type of yeah, je ne sais quoi. And he can ease back a little bit for Daniel Craig because Daniel Craig may not be ready for all the car driving. He, I mean, you know, ridiculous action. Somebody from the Fate of the Fury should definitely do it. I go with James Bond and Vin Diesel. Let Vin Diesel play villain in the new James Bond. He could. That would be good. He or let Vin Diesel play James Bond. <laughs> definitely <A> mumbling, fumbling. <laughs> nah. All, all right. right. So 
F. Gary Gray. All right, that leads me to my next question. Who should direct the next Bond movie after this one, and who should star as the new Easy, Ryan Coogler and Michael B. All right, so we're going full black. (laughs) Seems like that overseas money will get uh, (laughs) demolished. Except for in Africa. (laughs) Uh, I wonder what country James Bond is most popular in. I'd probably say England, if I was to guess. All right. Oh, they got the salary for how much uh, these people make. Let me look at this real quick. Wait, is England a country? Nah, I ain't even gonna speak on that type of stuff. I try something real stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is interesting. Let me see where the first one came out in '62. Woo! <laughs> so Sean, the Sean Connery movies. He did another one after, like, twelve years after his last one. Why? So his first one for Dr. No, he made point one million. Point one million? What is that, a hundred thousand? I think so. And then he made three hundred thousand. For Goldfinger, he made five hundred thousand. That kinda sounds like a lot for the sixties and the seventies. Sixty five for Thunderball, eight hundred thousand. Sixty seven for You Only Live Twice. Eight hundred thousand plus twenty five percent net merchandise royalty. But I'm sure action figures and stuff wasn't popping back then. Was uh What's his name again? Sean Connery? Uh-huh. Was he a popping person before I he did? I thought he was famous. But before he did James Bond. like so I am not sure. In the 50s, was he popping? Because <laughs> I was just looking at the the money for them Stranger Thing actors. The little kids was getting like 30000 an episode. Dang. They're about to get two fifty or 250000 now. That's a big bump. <laughs> but jeez. In 71 for Diamonds Are Forever, he was making $1.2 million plus 12.5% of the gross. So everything. <laughs> and then in 1998 for Never Say Never Again, he made $3 million with an unknown percentage of profits. Was Pierce Brosnan in that one? Nah, that was, I have no clue. Then you move on to... Uh, Skipping that one because I don't know the amount of money that dude made. George Lazenby, his one James Bond movie, he made a hundred thousand. Now we move on to Roger Moore, Live and Let Die, he made a hundred eighty thousand. The Man with the Golden Gun, two hundred forty thousand with two point five percent of the uh, gross. Spy Who Loved Me, three hundred thousand, three point seven five percent. They don't know what he made the next two. Then his last two movies, four million, five million. Timothy Dalton did two. He made three million on one for License to Kill, five million. Then you bring in that man, Pierce Brosnan. You know he gonna demand the big bucks for Goldeneye, four million. That must have did so well for Tomorrow Never Dies. He got eight point two million. Okay, Pierce. For the world is not enough, twelve point four million. What is the world is not enough? <laughs> That's the one before Holly Berry, I believe. This one looks like one of them uh, early two thousand type. Uh, Time, what's that? Clockstoppers. <laughs> Where is the guy from Clockstoppers? I have no. <laughs> and what is his name? I feel like at least. Swim a- fan. You talking about that one with the black dude? Black dude. I have no clue what his name is. <laughs> but for Die Another Day in 2002, he got $16.5 million. Okay. Then you bring on 2006, Casino Royale. Ooh, that was 12 years ago. Daniel Craig, $3.4 million. Okay. 2008, Quantum of Solace, $8.9 million. Big baller bucks. Skyfall, mm-hmm. $17 million. Mm-hmm. And we all know what somehow he got for Spectre, $39 million. 
<laughs> so he he's made for that one movie made more than some of people's whole runs as James Bond. That big jump to the that is a lot. That's crazy. Oh. Daniel Craig. Uh, all right, to answer my question, the guy that I'm thinking of from Clockstoppers, his name is Jesse Bradford. Oh yeah, that's swim fan. Okay, then the uh, black dude is I don't know. His name is Earl or sweatshirt Milton Stewart, aka French Stewart, and French Stewart is a dude from Third Rock from the Sun. So is that not him? For, nah. All right, who the black guy in this movie? Now nah, I'm interested. What is his name? Black guy, black guy, black guy, friend of. Zach Gibbs, Zach and Francesca, and who is their friend? Richard and Jay prevent Earl Incognito. De- QT? I can't figure out who's the friend. Let me see. Black guy. <laughs> Black friend from, from Clockstoppers. Clockstoppers. Who is QT? Is that a place? This is two. This is That's two. what you call uh, what's his name from uh, Girls Trip? You call him QT. I don't know what Cozy Stonewall is. Is that his name, Cozy Stonewall? I didn't even know the name. You was you just routed it off. Nah, I think his name is Cozy Stonewall. Was there even a black guy in this movie? The poster what? shows a black guy. What is I can't tell you. Who. Oh, is this him? His name is and. Yerikai Montebabrua. Okay, yeah, he has no, he ain't got no. Wait, this can't be him. He had dreads in this one. Oh, you know, Jeepers Creepers. Them dreads look fake. (laughs) It was like, black friend must have dreads. Uh Get him a dreaded wig. He got the same dreads that the, uh, what's his name, Michael something from uh, The Parenthood uh, (laughs) that he has. Yeah, so I guess that's his name, Gary Kaya. Uh, well, I was trying to do is see what else he's done. Nothing, probably. Let's see. He's done. I'll go back to when he was in Clockstoppers. What he's done since. Jeepers Creepers 2. Some episodes of ER. Jeepers Creepers. NCIS. Episode of that. He did an episode of House. Episode of CSI Miami. So nothing that is uh, anybody cares about. He did Bear City Three. That uh, sounds trash. Episode of NCIS New Orleans. Did an episode of Criminal Minds. That sounds garbage. And that is it. Yeah, that's totes. I don't even remember what we was talking about before. Mm-hmm. Stupid clock stoppers. Oh, James Bond. So you said uh, <laughs> you want Ryan Coogler and Michael B to do uh-huh. it. All right. All right, moving on to some interesting news I was caught off guard by. Off guard, Clay Thompson. Oh, I knew that was coming. That's that's whack. Thirsty. Whack. Thirsty? Is, is that? That wasn't a punchline. Oh, okay. I, was... I just switched over <laughs> and said what I felt. I was worried for a second. A second? <laughs> I just wanted to get something out before that you did. That was terrible. <laughs> okay. Charles Barkley. Apparently Shia LaBeouf A Shia LaBeouf biopic is coming <laughs> And it makes me think it's I think it's actually real Cause based on Is he about to kill himself soon? Cause that's something I can picture Shia doing for the art <laughs> it's, No it's about His rise To be like a young 
uh, actor it's in like, Hollywood and his relationship with his like alcoholic father, and it's, it's gonna chronicle all the way up through like the even Stevens years, and a young actor is playing him too of note. Ansel, no, <laughs> <laughs> Lucas Hedge from uh, Manchester by the Sea, uh, Lady Bird. He was the gay guy who liked Lady Bird, or uh. Lady Bird was dating, and he was in something else recently though, and he was in Three Billboards, so he's actually making a name for himself. What is his age? Uh, Lucas Hedge. Let's see. Yeah, he's playing him, and guess who's playing Shia LaBeouf's dad, apparently? Shia LaBeouf? Yep. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf is producing this movie, playing the dad. Shia LaBeouf is like 30. <laughs> he don't care. He's going to put some makeup on because Lucas Whoa, had. Oh, Shia LaBeouf look. Yeah, when he's. <laughs> got, yeah, that's going to be. I don't know what the time what the time and stuff is going to oh, be. Oh, he's going to play him when, when he's a kid. Yeah. You know. But who's going to play him when he get older? Still Shia? Because Shia look old. Shia look like he could range from 40 different years. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that thing where Kanye took all of Shia's clothes? For what? Kanye asked him for his clothes. And he said, take what you want. And then there's pictures of them having the same clothes on. To the exact same. Because Shia had uh, words and stuff written all over his hat. Cut to Kanye with that same hat on. Kanye, are you broke? <laughs> and Shia, are you broke? It was some homeless looking clothes. I mean, that fits with Kanye's uh, his, his attire, so... Lucas Hedges don't really look like Shia. He don't look like Shia LaBeouf at all. Oh, I'm trying to imagine him with the messy, curly hair that he had when he was on Even Stevens. Who's going to play Christy Carlson Romano? Christy Carlson Romano? I mean, she she can play the mom. She. We said she should be playing some mom in some movie. <laughs> Throw a bone, uh, Shia. You said do what? Ah, uh, dog. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the bar technician. Nah, that was just a simple one. I was just seeing if he was paying attention span. Uh, it don't cost no money to pay attention. Boys. That was wiggity hairpiece. That's just whack, 100. Nah, that was good, but you know, whatever. Uh, speaking of 100, shout out to Ray J. Him and Princess Love are having a, a little, little baby, baby girl. girl. And, uh, Peanut on the way. And Ray J still looks like he's been working on his dad bod for uh-huh. like, hey, when that is a Safari Ray J reality TV show that I'm pitching. <laughs> yeah, getting your hopes up. <laughs> that idea I've been circulating in my head. Hey, you need to get back in shape for that. Uh, all right, so are you interested in this, this Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, I want to see what he do with this movie. Yeah. That'd be very interesting. I'd have Michael Sarah playing him. I mean, anything better than... I mean, Lucas Hedges is a good actor. He just don't look like Shia. <laughs> but if Cuba Gooden Jr. can play OJ and sound Cuba. nothing like him, <laughs> I guess... Sound like Cuba. Anything is possible. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Garnett. Garnett. <laughs> I beat you to it. So. Nah. Beat him to the punch. I got the Hawaiian first. That still stinks to this day. Gym lockers. <laughs> Okay, that's a bar. It's, it's really not gym lockers. Gym lockers necessarily don't stink. Okay, you must got a clean gym. Okay. Anywho, Franklin. 
Turtle. Shell. Taco. Mexican. Pitbull. He's Mexican, right? I think so. Puerto Rican. White pants. Puerto Rican is white pants. Pitbull got on white pants. He always wears white pants. (laughs) Mexicans, wife beaters. (laughs) Whoa. The shirts, like a tank top. And I ain't gotta be a I ain't gotta be a rib tank top to be a wife beater. You ain't gotta steal lines from people. I meshed two lines. You stole them. Two lines like an equal sign. That's an original bar technician line. Oh gosh, how long we been doing this podcast? We've been working on a railroad. Fifty-five minutes. All right, let me do one more of the going back to our name this bracket later, and then we can move on to the punishment segment. All right, so the next person was going to be your boy, Dylan O'Dog O'Brien. Um, and we're moving on to his worst movie. Worst! All right, let me pull up his filmography. Mm, all right, he, got, he don't got that many movies under his belt. Dang, a little pants. Okay, first up, you ever seen some movie called High Road? Nope. The first time. No. The internship. He was in that. Apparently. You played with uh Robert De Niro? I think that was the intern. The internship is with uh what's Owen Wilson? Yeah, and Vince Vaughn. Why don't they make movies that close in name? <laughs> uh was the two? Between that and what? Have you ever seen the internship? I don't think so. It was gonna be between that and Maze Runner. Well, so the internship is worse, I'm assuming. All right, the internship and the scorch trials. That's Maze Runner 2. I'm assuming the internship is worse. Internship and Deepwater Horizon. I'm assuming the internship is worse. The internship or... (laughs) Have I not seen a Deepwater O'Brien movie? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen him often. The fact I wanted him to play Spider-Man and I ain't seen a movie from him. It's probably because you watched all 83 episodes of Teen Wolf that he was on. Nah, but I remember I was reading about the last season and how he had to make an appearance because he was already famous by then, so he wasn't really on the show no more. Uh, All right, so the internship or American Assassin? Internship. Internship or Maze Runner the Death Care? I'm assuming inter- I surely ain't seen that. All right, internship. You are. This is gonna be another hard one. I'm like, oh, Wilson. <laughs> like, okay, nah. All right, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> All right, so the internship. All right, that was pretty quick. I think we can fit in. I can't spell. I put the internship. <laughs> All right. Why are they letting Ava DuVernay do that movie? Cause clearly, a Wrinkle in Time was such a success. Psych. So split down the middle. Bowling. All right, we're gonna do your girl. Almost called her Debbie Dakota Johnson. Don't know when that became my girl. Jeez. Movie. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, she's in Canada filming some new movie with Christopher Hemsworth. Huh. What's that called? Chris Hemsworth the movie. Now I'm not even looking up the title because that was so gross. That's what you would call it. That's what you call Thor Ragnarok. Nah. Chris Hemsworth, the movie. That was just Thor. She got a long film filmography. All right, first up, we got... You ever seen Crazy in Alabama? Nope. The Social Network versus... You ever seen Beastly? No, but I know. This is for which one's better. Yep. I know The Social Network <laughs> is better than... All right, social, social Network or the 21 Jump Street Gang? 
my personal preference is something to watch again. It'll be 21 Jump Street. All right. 21 Jump Street or the five-year engagement? 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street or Need for Speed? I like Need for Speed, but 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street or Fifty Shades of Grey? 21 Jump Street. (laughs) Okay. 21 Jump Street or Black Mass? 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street or How to Be Single? (laughs) 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street or Fifty Shades Darker? 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street or Fifty Shades Freed? That was the only movie she did from the last one to this? Yep. 21 Jump Street. All right, 21 Jump Street, moving on. Dakota Johnson. That's going to be another tough one because I definitely don't think of Dakota Johnson when I think of 21 Jump Street. And how mm-hmm. did, what is her name, Rai Rai, Riri? Uh-huh. How'd she get in the sequel, but Dakota Johnson didn't? <laughs> they didn't want her back. I don't know why. She was hilarious. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to stop right there. And you got anybody you want to put on punishment? Nobody I can think of. This was another tough week for me to nominate someone. I had to, like, really reach into my bag and just pick somebody that's just going to get it just because I can't think of nobody else. You ever heard of a man by the name of John Bailey? Nope. Apparently, he's he's the uh, Academy Awards president. He just got slapped with an ode. Sexual assault, misconduct, uh, okay. ad, ad, allegation. So those have been those have been swept under the rug for a couple of weeks. It seemed like so. I guess it's time to bring that era back now that <laughs> Black History Month and Black Panther hype is dying down. Yeah. So he's getting it because not just because he got hit with a sexual assault uh, allegation, but because if he was doing all this misconduct, sir, and you was over overseeing the academy. You could have made sure that James Franco got his nomination if y'all was both doing the same thing. Hey, I did what he did. Yeah, allegedly. So don't be uh, looking up being all higher and mightier, thinking you better than everybody else. You let uh, Gary Oldman get in, or can you let James Franco get in? I don't care if he didn't have enough votes. Yeah, you could have made a executive decision and said, "I'm a, I'm a pull rank, and I'm a nominate somebody my own self, and I nominate." My fellow partner in crime, James Franco. They probably did something together. <laughs> yeah, we both going to do these dirty deeds together and go to the Oscars together and have some nasty little hee-hees backstage. <laughs> like, uh, we almost got away with it if it wasn't for the meddling kids. <laughs> or even, could he, that rest could have been where he pulled James aside. Like, hey, I know you just got caught up. Don't bring me down with you. Yeah. Don't be snitching. <laughs> Dang. So... For Dang, all those they reasons, really got rid of James Franco over here not being seen. He got that star-studded film that he made. I haven't seen a James Franco film accidentally appear somewhere in a while. That's unheard of. That is crazy. So for you, almost you ruining James Franco's career. I'm blaming him mm-hmm. and all that other stuff I just mentioned. Yeah, and you little rapies. Yeah, John Bailey, you are on punishment, sir. Go sit in the corner and think about what you did. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it basic for you because you got a lot of stuff you got to think about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. We have none to recap because we didn't have any movies for last week, but we got a bunch coming up for this next week with Pacific Uprising. Oh, dang. Pacific, Pacific Rim <laughs> Uprising and Sherlock Gnomes. That movie. I will check to see if. Gnome Alone has anything yet, just in case. Gnome Alone. Because when we checked last week, that thing was empty. But that's what you expect from a... Nope, still nothing. 
I ain't getting reviewed then. That's what you expect from a Becky G, Josh Peck, George Lopez, Tara Strong, Olivia Hope flick, I guess. <laughs> so that one just may never get looked at. But the ones we got for this week are, I know you know what this movie is. Midnight Sun is the first one. Don't know what that is. How you acting like you know Bella Thorne got a new movie coming out? Oh, yeah, I did see that shit. <laughs> hey, she did the main song for the soundtrack and everything. Okay. <laughs> hey, Midnight Sun is a romantic tearjerker about 17-year-old Katie Price. Boy, that's basic. <laughs> Sheltered at home since childhood. Ain't that a singer's name, Katie Price? Uh, I promise. I know Not Kelly, but there's another. Uh, I thought there was another one. There might be. I wouldn't be shocked. But uh, Electra. At home since childhood with a rare genetic conditioning, a life-threatening sensitivity to sunlight, having only her father uh, Jack, played by Rob Riggle. The fact that yeah, I don't want to see the top three build people be Bella Thorne, Patrick Schwarzenegger, and Rob Riggle. <laughs> Katie's Katie's world opens up after dark when she ventures outside to play her guitar. One night, her dreams come true when she notice when she's noticed and axed out by her longtime crush Charlie, who's whom she secretly watched from her bedroom windows for years, stalker. As they embark on a nightly summer ex, as they uh. embark on nightly summer excursions, Katie's risk to sunlight grows, and she's presented with the gut-wrenching dilemma of whether she can live a normal life with her newfound soulmate. If this movie sounds familiar, it's because it's very similar to that everything, everything yeah. movie. Just this detail is this girl can't go out in the sunlight. She's white. <laughs> Any movie that was made in 2015 is just coming out, getting a 13% for me. And you mentioned her being white. You, did you know that girl who was in that movie, the Everything Everything, had she was up for a role in Black Panther, but ended up eliminating herself in the process basically because she light skinned and everybody else was dark skinned. What was she gonna play her little his little sister? Probably. And yeah. I, th- I believe she's mixed too. So she, yeah, well, that's why she ain't in it. She was like, I don't want to do this, basically, because I'm light skinned. Y'all are darkies. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I took it. <laughs> All right, you giving this a thirteen <laughs> percent? Yep. All right, this is a tough one because the way I've been going ain't been right. So maybe I should shot him with a <laughs> shot him with a sixty percent. Nah, <laughs> I ain't that crazy. Man, I could not decide, but my gut told me thirteen, something wild like thirteen. I'm going with 15%. Very close. <laughs> All right, so it's got to be. Because 14 is a split decision. Uh-huh. It has to be worse than. I was about to go with 10. But that was my original gut choice. <laughs> I'm hoping this is higher than 13. I'm hoping 15 or up. So, watch it be 14. All right, so the <laughs> the, the next movie. Tyler Perry's Acrimony. Now, let me look at Tyler Perry's track record real quick. Hey, while you do that, I'm about to read you what this movie's about. A faithful wife uh, being played by Taraji P. You already did this movie. <laughs> Tired of standing <laughs> by her he devious husband. Mm-hmm. Played by somebody named of Lyric Bent. Is enraged when it becomes clear she has been betrayed. Once again, a movie about a female getting angry at an alleged bad man. Tyler Perry always making these disrespectful movies. <laughs> Dang. Where do you go and He with? has a wife. Yeah. Did you see the... <laughs> have you seen the episode... Wife. <laughs> of of uh, Dr. Phil, where this lady 
claims she's married to Tyler Perry and they've only had <laughs> conversations through uh, email. <laughs> you can't tell that lady she's not married to Tyler Perry. That's crazy. That, that part was, or that little segment was hilarious. He kept saying, he kept trying to put a stunt on her like, I know Tyler Perry personally. He never mentioned you a day in his life <laughs> and he's got a long time girlfriend or wife or whatever he said. Uh, women. Alright, now let me look from his Oh, he would he's been flinging movies out. Some of these any Ron Tomatoes, where's y'all's percentages? There it is. Some of these ain't got percentages. Yeah, I think those are I'm hoping those are plays. Oh, these are the play ones, okay. Diary of here we go. Diary of a mad black woman, sixteen percent. <laughs> Medea's family reunion, twenty five. Daddy's little girls, twenty six. <laughs> Why did I get married? Forty six. Midnight Sun might I might get that a little too high. <laughs> Meet the Browns, thirty two. Okay. The family that prays, fifty two. Right. Medea goes to jail, twenty eight. Oh goodness. Star Trek? Not his. <laughs> That's not his. I can do bad all by myself. That was with Taraji. Yeah. Sixty three. Okay. Pressures ain't really his. Why did I get married too? Twenty seven. For Colored Girls, 32. That's where Michael Ely was hanging those kids okay. out the window. Medea's Big Family, Big Happy Family, 37. Tyler Perry's Good Deeds, 30. He played Wesley Deeds in that. <laughs> <laughs> Medea's Witness Protection. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I got, uh, don't they got? Larry the Cable Guy, 20%. Which, which one got a stash? That one. Oh goodness! That was I, that one I keep seeing on TV a lot. Alex Cross, that's not like his movie he wrote, Woo! but that was twelve percent. Temptation, fifteen. That was hilarious. Peoples, he just produced. That's thirty-seven. Tyler Perry's A Madea Christmas, twenty. <laughs> oh, he's hitting all the markers. <laughs> single, Tyler Perry's Boo of a Dear Halloween. Single, single <laughs> mom. <laughs> single, single mom's club, nineteen percent. He's taking over Gary Marshall's trap. Uh-huh. Go do Tyler Perry's uh, Medea's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Gone Girls, not his movie, but that's eighty-seven. The Passion, he just did the narration at sixty. What's Brain on Fire? Whatever it is, twenty-two percent. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, he was just in it, but that's thirty-five percent. All right, let's run to the Tyler's Boo Medea Halloween Ooh. twenty-three. Boo two six. <laughs> then he got the star. Ugh. So and then he coming out. He got Tyler Perry's a Medea family funeral. That's too many sounds. So for Tyler Perry's acrimony, I'm going 30%. Okay. Based on his track record with Taraji. Yeah, that's what I was, I was about to do the average of those the two movies they did together. So you got, where did that, where did that? All right. Uh, I could do Battle by Myself is 63. And where did that other one at? I just, where did that other one at? Where did that other one, Prem? Is that a big goal? <laughs> Wait, where it? Did he only do one movie with her? I thought it was two. He did two because he did. Uh, mm. Well, I have a feeling I want to do 15% for this one as well. Because his movies by himself is totes. But since it got Taraji P, I'm going to put it at 20. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt, even though she was in a movie that came out this year that people probably forget called Bloody Mary. And that was <laughs> Proud Mary. I said, yep. <laughs> she did. That was 29%. Okay, so 
but then you got to take away points for Tyler Perry. So, all right, 20% it is. Now, how many movies has he done with Kimberly Elise? I want to say at okay, least she was two. in the first one. Yep. And that's when Shamar Moore had the Rose <laughs> with no hang time. And they always had to get that black. He didn't direct this one? He did it. This is directed by Darren Grant. Mm, you can't. If you ask me, I say. Oh, and it got bad reviews, and Tyler was like, "You know what? I didn't direct that. <laughs> take the, take <laughs> You're gone. Off. I'm doing the rest of these." Oh, he he ain't. He did one movie since, and that was called "Make It Happen." And that was in 2008, and it starred Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. Jaleesa, as in. From 106 in Park. Oh, my. Mary Elizabeth. <laughs> you got to see who's signing on to these movies when you do them. And this was 2008. She wasn't who she is now, nice. but she also wasn't. Yeah, you wasn't Julissa level. Let's, let's read what this movie's about. Grindhouse star Mary Elizabeth Winstead headlines the dance. Grindhouse? What Grindhouse movie was she in? She was in the... Which one? She in Death Proof? That's the one with the group of girls. I think she might have. That was Rosario Dawson. It says she headlines the dance-themed picture, Make It Happen, a bleak drama about a small-town girl who migrates to the Windy City, where she hopes to build a career as a respected dancer. Instead, her life spirals hopelessly downward, and she ends up working at a burlesque club to pay the bills and support herself. Scribe Dwayne Atler, known for such dance-themed pictures as Step Up and Save the Last Dance, authored the script. Darren Grant from Diary of Mad Black Women directs. This had a 22% freshness and a 40% audience score, so nobody liked this. So it stunk. It was her and Julissa, both on this poster. Because it's Julissa. That's why it stunk. Skunk. Oh, Uh, my gosh. (laughs) What movies did she do before this? As wild. Uh, Prior to she her doing that movie, what was out? She had already done. Oh, there's no excuse for her doing this movie then. She had already done Ring Two. She was in Ring Two. <laughs> she played Young Evelyn, Sky High, Final Destination Three, Bobby, Black Christmas, Death Proof. Uh. Uh, live free, die hard. Already did that, and then yeah, there's no reason. Oh, and then she, she took her a nice little couple year break before she uh, bounced back bungee cord to Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, she shouldn't have did that movie. I don't know why. How make it happen? Gotta make it happen. Who conned her to do uh whatever that movie was called? She's yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, to end things off. For Midnight Sun, I gave it a 15. You gave it a 13%. Tyler Perry's Acrimony, 20%. I gave that, and then you gave it a 30%. So we're going to see in the coming weeks who gets those uh, victories. All right. Um, is it movies or Blu-rays? I think it's Blu-rays. All right, what them Blu-rays looking like? Let me type that in. Holiday. So it'll be... Movies from the Let's see, let's see. We are on. Oh, it's looking like 
three movies. One of them is Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I'll put that as a very high accept as a gift. That was a very surprisingly great movie, so I wouldn't mind adding that to my collection. Next, we have Pitch Perfect Three Star Trinidad James. If I ever needed to see that movie again, I'd rent it. And then lastly for this week, we have Downsizing. Did you watch that? Still ain't watched that yet, but from what I've heard, that would be either I would never want to see that again or might rent love. Downsizing with the Asian woman with the most cartoonish Asian accent. You know what? I got to find a clip. This is crazy. When I was watching that, I, I was in disbelief. Like, this is a comedy? Let me find this parody? clip. All right. So why are you looking up, uh, looking that up? Uh, what movie are you trying to see before the next episode? Uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop. Oh, my gosh. That was whack. What come out this weekend? Uh, Pacific Rim and something else. Midnight Sun. Uh, Not that. What was that other movie? I think it was actually a, I don't know if it's a good movie, but it's Unsane. It actually looks good. Oh, yeah, I want to see that. All right, so you got Unsane. The next movie I'm trying to see is a movie you could probably relate to, Love, Simon. So no judging here, but you know you might want to check that out because apparently that movie is causing a lot of people to finally come out, so. Maybe you can finally uh, live your truth nah, after you see just, Love, Simon. You need to do that, you and Kwanzaa, Kofi, wherever nah, his name you're gonna, is. You're going to see Love, Simon finally take that Nick Robinson poster you've been hiding and put it uh, up on your wall. That's your favorite pride. actor. No, it is not, but I'm sure the movie will be good. So I'm going to see that. And then, yes, yeah, up in the air, jump ball. So. That was hard. Uh, Where are my notes? That was whack. Let me put that in my notes so I can remember to use that later. I am trying to find this clip. Up in the air jump ball. (laughs) I see still amaze myself. That was a really bad bar. It was not. No, I would have said you. If you would have said that's a really bad bar, I would have said I would have. I would have came back with. A bar that don't serve any drinks. That's a really bad bar. A bar that don't serve any drinks. Alpha 5. Power Rangers. Uh, RJ. You don't even know his name. name. Siler. Respect that man. The only one that's still popping. I guess they all and stuff. I nah, say. You only know Dakry Montgomery because you got his picture up on your wall. Oh, this you keep uh, putting your stuff on other no, people. No, you got Close. that. Close. <laughs> That's a bar. Clothing designer. I should have said something that tight. Oh my gosh! I should have said p- stylist. Nah. Dang. Pin. Huh. So I'm just, I mean, I got bars for days. This, this is nothing. Uh, weeks. You just really skipped over everything else I said after bars Earth, for days. After Earth? I don't know. Uh, whack a bar with a whack movie. Disgusting candy bar, Wild Wild West. 
Whack bar, whack movie. I like Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah, it's about to be time for me to go to bed, but not until I find this picture. I mean, uh, this clip where she is speaking in <laughs> Japanese caricatures. Come on. Uh, Are you finding it? Let me hit this save button with with a passion. Make sure that I ain't messed up because this clip. You found the clip? I'm trying to get it. Blip, blip. Guns. That was my response to clip. And I said blip, blip. So. Uh, Blicky. Blicky, leave him stiffy. You don't know nothing about Takashi 6 9 I'm young. I do. I saw the game Sue. making ridiculous yeah, threats. And I was cracking me up. That picture of him with the all blue bandana bedspread yeah. was hysterical. <laughs> That is crazy. He was throwing up C's <laughs> recently uh-huh. with the rainbow hair still. All right, so we got uh, this is a Chris, uh, clip of Trisha Takanawa from Downsizing. I want the specific scene where she pulls up on him and is speaking a language that is not mine. All right, well, why are you doing that? I'm a. Uh, I think I found it. Let me crank this. Crank. Jason Statham. Man, I set you up. Lob pass. Like you and Michael Ealy. No. No, no, no. Dikembe. I like the African drums. This is, you sure this ain't Black Panther? Just trying to hear her speaking voice. I think this is the part. the whole movie it is really crazy yeah that was that sounded uh like uh, something on comedy central or something like uh what jordan J- or key and Peele would do if they were in inter- or Im- imitating an asian person <laughs> not they, me though they actually got another movie coming out mm-hmm, which i thought oh well it's not acting so i was yeah. say i thought jordan Peele said he retired but whatevs but all right so um what is uh i guess this, this has been a Another yes, episode sir. of the Leo B. Jalen Hall, whatchamacallit. You already know who it is. This is your boy, Leo Rochabot, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bretz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., Peter Party Starter, uh, Silk Pajamas, Belly Roland. who else they call me, Nadington, Nebron James. For this week, it's your boy, 
Tomb Nader. Um, uh, Game Nate. I just saw that. Uh, <sighs> I already know what yours is going to be called. Well, I ain't going to take your name. I'm just I'm going to give you all a hint. Love. Uh, and <laughs> uh, rolling, Great meals go dot wordpress.com. You can read that little top albums of 2017 post. It's Joaquin Pennyworth, aka Pusha K, Kanyanya Van Zant, Kanyanya Taylor Joy, Kai Dollar Sign, Booking Agent K, Terry Hightower, Chorus Kojo, The Bar Technician. Somebody once told me the world is nothing. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. It was looking kind of dumb with your finger and your thumb in the shape of an L on your forehead. Well, sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for? A lifetime, I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Like leather. Uh, uh. Uh, all right, who stinks and and whatnot? Jai Courtney, mm-hmm. Taylor Kish, mm-hmm. Sam Worthington, <laughs> Nat Wolf. Theo James, mm-hmm. Alex Rowe, mm-hmm. Nina Reebok, uh, brand ambassador, Dobrev. That's what I saw her on a Reebok commercial. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, shout out to Ansel Elgert. What did I just recently see him doing? Uh, he had, he was courtside at the Knicks game. Okay. His shirt said Memphis, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> With a Knicks hat on. Right. Sitting next to Timothy, Beasley, Timothy uh, Chalamet. They dating? I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> he also had him a little dad hat on. They look like they would be they quote look, unquote best friends. They looked very interesting. But secretly saw Love Simon together and <laughs> yeah. things. If you happen. see Love Simon, I'm gonna feel. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just take that as. Nah, I've seen it because I, I see. I'm gonna see it because I like movies, and it, nah. it looked like a good movie. So you seen it because you like boys. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that ain't me. But uh, what was you? Oh, when you said, I almost called her Rachel, Nina Dobrev. I was like, if she ever, if we ever got her on the show, I'd be super fake and be like, uh, hey, one I'm of like, my favorite hey, actresses, I, loved you in. <laughs> Flatliners loved as you well and great movie. Triple X. Mm-hmm. And what TV show she be doing? Gossip Girl, Vampire Diaries. Vampire. Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> and or, she got a new one. I'm like, I wear Reeboks because of you. Yeah, I, I had one pair, but when I seen you in that commercial, like two <laughs> pair now. Right. Tracksuit, Reebok tracksuit. People <laughs> wear. Like, I see you with your Reebok tracksuit. <laughs> Me, I'm more of a feeler guy. Little, little pair of Forever I Love Atlanta's on. <laughs> I had a pair of felines in either middle school or better not be high school. Definitely wasn't, say. <laughs> definitely wasn't high school. Um, I was rocking the Shell Toe Adidas, the Jordans that I wore them so much that the soles in the bottom started to seep through, and I was squeaking walking down the hallway. It's your boy, one pair, Nate. <laughs> 
Get one pair per school year. Yeah, at the beginning of the school year, get the new shoes. Had to be black. Yeah, so be safe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I kept a pair of black mid, uh, mid top forces. Hey, I, I remember I had the the NBAs that looked like high top black forces, but they were NBAs. With the, where the swoosh would be, the NBA logo was. <laughs> Thought that was hard. And you had the ATRs above the rims. Which I thought T-Max. was T-Max. <laughs> Called this dude like, guess what shoes I just got. <laughs> Got these T Max all white. You saw them, I'm like you think T Max? <laughs> like really? Both got to do a basketball. <laughs> I, I had T Max. I had two pair of T Max before, and I still think I still thought those were T Max. Uh, my bad, my Tracy. Stomach hurt. That's some disrespect. Oh man. All right. Uh. Yeah, they must end how the show ends. All right, well, I guess I gotta end this off with the uh, yeah. One hundred. Yeah.